Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. My name is Gerald Simon, and I am the host of this podcast. And every single week, we come out with a brand new podcast that we release every Monday, and it's a great way to get a little excitement and motivation for the upcoming week. I try to share messages that inspire and motivate individuals of all ages to do and be their best and continually strive to be better. So I would love to have you subscribe to my podcast. It is Music, Motivation, and More, The Positivity Podcast with Gerald Simon. So I'd love to have you subscribe to it, and then you can leave a review. You can read the other five-star reviews that we have. But I'm so excited every week to share these podcasts of hope, of inspiration, of motivation. And I am continually striving to do everything I can to help spread peace and positivity. That is the entire purpose of this podcast, is to share peace and positivity with others. And I do that with music I've composed, with poetry that I've written, and also with motivational self-help talks that I just share every week. Different subjects, different topics, but it's all about being our best and striving to continually be better today than we were yesterday. Today's podcast is titled, The Idea Incubator. Now this is where we focus on what the ideal ideas are. And everyone has ideas. An idea, technically, if we think about it, it's a thought that illuminates our mind. It opens our understanding. It helps us reflect, think about the past, prepare in the present, plan for the future, Ideas shape us. They define us. Ideas can perfect us. They can improve us. They can also destroy us. It can bring out our strengths or our weaknesses. Ideas can be good and ideas can be bad. But in today's podcast, what I'd like to talk about is how everyone has ideas. And it's what they do with those ideas. So we're going to talk about the idea incubator how we can think. For the positive perceptions portion of this podcast, I'd actually like to read something on page 37 from my book, Perceptions, Parables, and Pointers. This is what it says. Everyone has ideas. We must learn how to determine which ideas are the best. Once we have selected the very best ideas, we must take them from the creative stage to the productive stage. Ideas must grow. They have their various stages of growth and development as we have ours. If they remain only in the idea stage, they will not go anywhere and nothing will change. Your mind is the idea incubator. Define, redefine, and refine the ideas in your mind and then work to bring them to life. Don't let any idea remain in the creative stage ever. Give it birth. Give it life. Give it room to grow. Help your ideas mature and go places you only dreamed they would go. Be productive. Now again, on this page, page 37 from my book, Perceptions, Parables, and Pointers, I'm explaining the process of how everyone 
everywhere in the world. We all have ideas, but it's about taking those ideas, and I explained briefly, I kind of glossed over it. Most of the time, they remain in the creative stage, and they never actually see the light of day. They never transition and go from the creative stage to the productive stage. That is where we bring our thoughts, our ideas, our dreams to life. If they only remain in the creative stage, then we don't have any transitional period. Without a transitional period where we process and go from one stage to the next, we actually don't have the transformational stage. See, in order for an idea to begin in the creative stage and then to actually transition over to the productive stage, there needs to be a transformation. Think of it as a lifestyle change. Whenever we talk about setting goals and we talk about how individuals want to, maybe they want to lose weight, well, in order for that to happen, there needs to be a lifestyle change. You need to forego or forsake certain lifestyle habits that you are accustomed to in order to transition and have that transformational process begin where you go from where you currently are to where you would like to be. And there are a lot of little steps along the way. Those steps along the way those are the stepping stones towards success. And I've mentioned that before in previous podcasts. But it's a process. Yes, we can talk about habits. And habits can help assist because we need to, if we have bad habits, we need to change those bad habits and implement good habits. We need to actually do these little steps along the way that will help us reach our final goal or outcome. But for today's podcast, we're just going to talk about the idea in itself the process of having ideas, and then how do we start to take those ideas and bring those ideas to life. For the motivation in a minute portion of this podcast, I would like to read on page 190, also from my book, Perceptions, Parables, and Pointers. This is a motivational quote that I enjoy. In the back of the book, we have 222 of my favorite motivational quotes, sayings from some of the most amazing women and men throughout history. So this is on page 190, and this is by Walt Disney. He says, Get a good idea and stay with it. Dog it. And work it until it's done. And done right. See, most people, they have an idea, and then they move on. They forget about it. They forsake it. It's forgotten. So what happens is, although we all have ideas... There is a very small percentage of individuals who actually will take that idea and they will do something with that idea. And that is what I want to talk about. How we can, first off, develop an idea, have an idea, have a thought, and then start that process where we can start to do something with it. As we are going through, I would like to have us think about thoughts. Maybe thoughts that we haven't thought about for a long time. When we're younger, we think about what we want to do, what we want to be, when we grow up, what we want to accomplish. When we are in school, we are generally going through thinking about a potential career, a future lifestyle. When we are young and dating, we are dating at first for fun, and then we start dating intentionally, where we are thinking about a future spouse, someone we can develop a life with, that we can grow old with, someone we can learn from, someone we can become better with. 
And so all of these ideas, these ideas are trickling around in our, our minds. We have thoughts. We learn about history. We learn about science. We learn about the arts. We learn about math. We learn about health. We have so many different areas of life, and we have so many different thoughts. We have philosophical thinkers who introduce questions. They are looking for answers. We have religion. We have so many different formats for trying to find and discover truth. And truthfully, there are so many different new ideas that emerge all of the time. New ways of doing things. Someone will invent a new product that will save time, it will save energy, it will save money. It will help individuals live a better life. Others will create a process by which someone can become more educated. They can become more physically fit, wealthy, more spiritual. So we are creating these ideas, but how do we start with an idea? And so I like to go back, almost back to the beginning. When you're children, when you're looking up at the sky, sometimes we are so caught up in our day-to-day -day activities as adults that we forget what it was like to be childlike. There are so many fun and wonderful experiences that we have had throughout life, but sometimes we grow up and we either try to move past what we think are childish thoughts or childish activities, and what ends up happening is we forget the child within us. When was the last time that you ran through the sprinklers? When was the last time that as an adult you actually just put a blanket down on the ground and spent 25, 30, 45 minutes looking up at the clouds and finding shapes in the clouds as the clouds are dancing across the sky? When was the last time you took your shoes off and ran barefoot through the grass? Or at the beach, you let your feet and your toes sink down into the sand as the waves are crashing down upon your ankles and caressing your feet? When was the last time that for no particular reason you went on a walk and stopped to smell the flowers all along the way? See, sometimes we are so busy creating the life we want and making the life that we feel we deserve that we forget to actually live life. And there, there's a big difference. In order for us to live life, we need to experience life. That means experiencing the flavor of life. Good foods, new and exotic foods. We must always be trying something new. Sometimes we get into a rut where we are doing the same things over and over again, and we don't experience new ideas because we don't allow ourselves to experience new ideas. It's very sad the student who finishes high school or college and proclaims they will never read another book because every day we should be reading. We can turn off the TV and we can read. I'm not saying that watching movies or DVDs or television is bad because we could and should be watching documentaries, learning. Video is a great way that we can learn about history. We can learn about people. And it's important for us to relax and kick up our feet and enjoy watching a movie. But too many people are trading their, their valuable time for activities that don't really enhance them. They could and they should be improving and progressing. And sometimes it's important for us to do absolutely nothing in life. But in order for us to have new ideas come to us, we must have new experiences. Try walking down a road you've never gone down before. 
driving down a street you've never driven down before. See things you've never seen before. Listen for sounds you've never heard before. Listen to music you've never listened to before. This will cause us to think in a different way. Now, in order for us to actually have these thoughts become ideas, we need to start questioning things. We need to start asking why. Little children are great at doing this. They ask why about everything. And sometimes adults become so frustrated because the child is asking, why is this a certain way? Why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? How do cats have... And all these different questions. I'm just coming up with random questions. But we need to start asking random questions to ourselves about everything. Do you know how water is pumped into a home? Where does the water come from? How do electrical outlets work? How does a television work? What are the components of a television? What makes it turn on and off? See, if we start questioning things, we start thinking about things. We start having thoughts. Those thoughts then begin to help us unravel true mysteries of life that really are not as mysterious as we might believe or think. We just haven't taken the time to actually get to know how some of these things are created. Anything you use, any product you use, do you know how it's created? If you have a local plant nearby, you could take a family field trip and you could go and see how that particular product is created. See, we must be inquisitive. And if we are inquisitive, that helps us start to have ideas. If we see how something works, or if we see how something does not work, then we can start to analyze how maybe it could work better. If we see a problem, then our mind can start working on possible solutions. See, everyone has ideas, but not too many people take those ideas and then start to put them into that transitional process. It's that transformational timeline where we actually say, this is my idea, and I'm going to take that idea and actually turn it into an actual product or a process or a plan. I'm going to develop it and have it go from the, the creative stage to the productive stage. And we'll talk more about that in a, in a minute. For the music within portion of this podcast, I would like to have us listen to Song of Serenity. This is from my album, The Dawn of a New Age. So let's listen to this. Let me know what you think.
for the poetry that motivates portion of this podcast, I would actually like to read a poem from my book, Poetry That Motivates, and this is found on page 45 from the book. It is titled, The Inner World of Being. This is what it says. The inner world of being is a place of sweet content, where dreams dwell and faith endures and the labors of virtue are spent. This inner world of being is a very sacred abode, where the humble dwell and the meek abide, where all may flourish and peacefully reside. I often retreat to my inner world, where I may perfectly be who I am, where it does not matter what is said and done, for I know the intents and hearts of everyone. Now, the inner world of being, of course, is within us. You can think of it where the body and the mind connect the soul of women and men. The soul, it's that consciousness within us. It's that entity that has always existed. You know, in religion, they often will talk about how we were born in heaven. But even before then, there was a spiritual intelligence that has always existed. And we are part of that intelligence. And it's getting our thoughts, our minds, to ignite, to come alive, to know that we can think anything, we can believe anything, we can dream anything. But again, how do we actually start coming up with ideas? So, to end this podcast, I always like to do actionable steps that we can take, how we can go and start implementing some of these thoughts or ideas. And start today, what can you do personally to start creating, imagining, thinking, having these thoughts and ideas begin in the creative stage in your mind, and then how can we turn them into a reality? So I'd like to give you five actionable steps. Step one, start a list of ideas, any kind. It can be a list of ideas something you'd like to learn, something you'd like to watch, something you'd like to, to do in your life. Come up with a list of ideas. Maybe you want to start, as we talked about, with questions. Come up with a list of 100 questions. Why is the sky blue? Write that down. And then start doing some research. Find out. What are electrical currents? What are neurons? What are protons? Do some research. How does a keyboard work? When was a guitar created? How was it created? Start asking questions. Where do we get electricity? How do we get electricity? What are electrical currents? Ask questions. Write them all down. Come up with a list maybe of 100 different questions and then start finding the answers. Once you have 100 answers to go along with your 100 questions, start the process over again. Come up with 100 different questions and then find 100 answers. Step two, write down an idea for a book you'd want to write. Now, first off, I'd, I'd tell you to write down a book that you would like to read. What does it entail? What does it involve? What kind of book would get you excited to read the entire book from cover to cover? Is it fiction? Is it nonfiction? Does it have interesting characters? Does it have accurate and historical truths? What kind of book would you like to read? Write that down. Have an idea for that. And that may even transition and turn into a book that you personally would like to write in the future. Step three, write down an idea for a product you want or need. Oftentimes, how do we come up with new products? It is because an individual 
and they may not even classify themselves as an engineer or as someone who is a creator, they see a problem and a problem needs to be solved. So they figure out a way to create some sort of product that can actually help or assist them overcome any problems that they may encounter in any walk of life. See, again, we, we, we are trying to create ideas, but then create the process by which we have a transformational process where we transition into being productive, progressing, improving, taking the ideas from the creative stage to the productive stage. So write down an idea for a product you want or need. Maybe in the future, you'll actually create it. Step four, write down an idea for a business you'd like or you'd need. Now, this could be a business that you think you would want to do in the future, or it could just be a business that you feel would be beneficial to society. The very process of putting your ideas down on paper, this will help you start to see where there are gaps in society, gaps in business, gaps in our economy, gaps in... You start to notice where these individual gaps or problems may be. And then, if you want, you could start the business. Now, step five, write down an idea for the perfect vacation, trip, or experience you would like to experience, maybe the trip you'd like to take, the perfect destination you would like to go to. Again, these are about ideas, getting our ideas down. So, those are the five actionable steps I would recommend you start today. So again, this is thinking of the idea incubator. Your mind is the ultimate idea incubator. It's where we, we start to process the thoughts we think. We start to focus on what we can do, either to enhance or improve the world around us, to help improve our current situation, or to help improve the lives of those around us. The idea incubator, as I like to call it, is the location within us where we not only see the world around us, but we question it, we examine it, we appreciate it. We look at the world around us, and we look at everyone else around us, and we are able to understand, we are able to reason, we are able to believe, we are able to grow, to give, to learn, to sacrifice. We are able to experience life because of the idea incubator, that central part within us where our thoughts, our feelings, all of the beliefs we have, they all coincide and they all are mixed together as ideas. Those ideas are then manifested, of course, by what we think, what we say, what we do, and ultimately, who we become, how we live our lives. That is part of the process. It's the purification process, where we really begin to understand what is happening within us, what is happening around us, what is happening in the world at large. Sometimes we don't understand. We have no clue what is going on within us. We have no clue what is happening to the world. We don't understand why things are happening the way they are. And that, in and of itself, is part of the process. Remember, it's about questioning. It's about thinking and allowing those thoughts to materialize where they become ideas. Those ideas then can move on. We can create lists. We can create goals. We can create step-by-step -step processes whereby we can actually progress on a timeline. 
and then that desired destination where we want to go, it doesn't take very much for us to get there because we've already outlined and mapped out our entire destination and we have questions along the way and then those questions help us look for answers and then those answers can become the solutions. Those solutions can then help us solve additional problems because that is what life is. Life is a series of problems. We don't need to have all of the answers at one time. No one does. But as we continue and go through life, we will grow. We will experience new experiences we've never experienced. But at the same time, we need to enjoy life, which is why you need to have your thoughts, your ideas, focus on gratitude, focus on simplicity, focus on the good things in life. Take off your, your shoes, run barefoot through the grass, turn on the sprinklers, go out and run through the sprinklers, look at the sky and do nothing. Watch birds flying overhead. Look at the clouds. Maybe you can take a photograph so you can remember the experience. But we need to take more time where we enjoy the life we have. So that is what I'd like to talk about with this Idea Incubator. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Hope this has been enjoyable. Hope this has helped out. I know we all have times where we are improving, and we all have times where we feel like we are taking two steps backwards or four steps, or 25 or 228, we feel as if we have actually stopped progressing. And that's okay. Life will have dark and difficult days. It's part of life. We all have experienced problems, but we can continue to progress and, and look for the good, even when we have these dark and dreary times. There are bright and beautiful days ahead. There are so many possibilities. We need to think it. We need to believe it. And then we'll be able to achieve it because our thoughts become beliefs. Our beliefs become our speech. And that which we speak becomes that which we do. And the more we do, that will help us to look at the world differently and help those around us who may be struggling as well. Have a great day. Smile all the while. Be happy. Do your best and continually strive to be your best, to do better, to be better today than you were yesterday. I think that for me is my own personal goal. I know I've made so many mistakes. I have so many weaknesses. I have tripped and fallen down so many times, but I try to get up every single time I fall down. And sometimes I need others to help pick me up when we have fallen down. We, we all fall down, whether it's physically falling down, which I've done many times, whether it's spiritually falling down, financially falling down, whether we fall down emotionally, whether we fall down intellectually. We all have moments where we fall, but when we fall down, we get back up. That is part of life. And the more times we fall down and the more we get back up, the stronger we become. We have more insight. We have more experience. We have more understanding, compassion. We have a greater ability to appreciate the life we live. So have a great day. If you have not yet subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe to this podcast. I'd love to have you share this podcast with any family or friends who may enjoy listening to this podcast as well. But every Monday we come out with a brand new podcast. So thanks so much for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. Do your best. See you. Bye. My name is Gerald Simon. I am the founder of Music Motivation. I'm also the creator of 
the Essential Piano Exercise course. You can learn more about that at EssentialPianoExercises.com. And Essential Piano Lessons. We have weekly group online piano lessons that I teach to piano students all around the world. We have three separate piano lessons. One for beginners. It's known as the apprentice stage. One for early intermediate piano students. And that is known as the maestro stage. And then we have one for late intermediate to advanced piano students. And that is known as the virtuoso stage. So I would love to have you learn more about my piano lessons. You can go to EssentialPianoLessons.com to learn more about my weekly online group piano lessons that I teach. And then you can also sign up for my Essential Piano Exercise course at EssentialPianoExercises.com. Love to have you check those out. I would love to have you check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Gerald Simon. J-E-R-A-L-D-S-I-M-O-N. Again, that is youtube.com slash Gerald Simon. I have videos, hundreds of videos on there that I'd love to have you watch and share with family and friends. You can listen to my music on any of the streaming platforms available. All of my music can be found on Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio. But I'd love to have you check out my music. You can search for my name, Gerald Simon, J-E-R-A-L-D-S-I-M-O-N. And then you can find any of my motivational self-help books that I have created. Some of the ones that I read from this podcast. I have a poetry book titled Poetry That Motivates. I have another poetry book titled The As If Principle, Motivational Poetry. And then I have a book titled Perceptions, Parables, and Pointers. And I have another book titled Who Are You? And we use that in my Who Are You? self-help course that I've created. So I'd love to have you check those out. Those are available from Amazon.com. You can find them at BarnesandNoble.com or you can find them at any of the big box stores. If you go to Walmart.com, Target.com, you can find my books there. But I would love to have you check those books out. Let me know what you think. Thanks again for listening. Have a great week. See you guys. Bye.